Good morning! Da, 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 da. I'm even more obnoxious because today is one of like two days out of the month that I treat myself to to full blown caffeinated coffee. So. Oh my god! So you're living your best. Mom was wired, and uh, that's right. Yeah. So we this. Oh well. Hi everybody. Hi. Hello. Welcome to Oddities. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I'm Cassie. I'm Adam. Yeah. I was gonna wait to see how long. See, I'm I'm so... It's because I have my caffeine. I'm fucking... Woo! We're swinging. Yeah, you're We're ready. moving. And uh, anyway, welcome. Hi. If this is your first time, hello. If this is, like, not, also hello. Um, yeah. Before we get going and before I forget something else, we're on social media. We're on Instagram at Oddities Insta. We're on Twitter at Oddities Tweets. Facebook is Oddities Podcast. Uh, we have an email. Uh, we've been getting, um, what have we been getting? Suggestions for topics to cover. And actually, today's episode is one of those topics. So th- Thank thanks, you. everybody, and more to come. And so is next week. Yes, next week's too. And then probably the next several, actually, because we just got a whole list from someone. So Yeah, so thank you thank very much. Thank you very much. And um, <laughs> But anyway, if you'd like to email us, our email is oddities.talk at gmail.com. And lastly, we are on Patreon if you would like to donate to our show. Uh, you can find us on there under Oddities Podcast, and Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. How do you spell Oddities? O-D-D-I-T-I-E-S. There it is. I also have all that information linked in our uh, episode little descriptions, so right. find there it there if you need it. That's right. Right. So what was good I saying? Good morning. Yeah, good morning. I, I don't know. I don't know. You're all fired up. I'm all. I'm like my hands are even a little shaky. I don't. I can't. I can't deal, mm. man. Yeah. I don't know. How are you? How's everything? Uh, good. I'm good. good. I. All right. I mean, you know me. It's what I'm consuming, right? Right. I watch Normal People on Hulu. Mm. That show was so good. Oh, good. I cried so hard. Oh. It was so good. The acting's amazing. Everything about that movie's amazing. It's about a uh, like a man and a woman growing up in school in Ireland and their relationship and how it changes. Oh. I read somewhere that it's like a millennial love story, and it fucking is. Oh, interesting. It's so good. And okay. And I'm, I'm reading the book now, and the book is really good, too. Oh, it's a and book as I, well. Okay. Yeah. And then last night, I watched the half of it on Netflix, cried watching that. It was so cute and so genuine. Oh, it was so cute. Oh, it was so cute. Nice. It, like, it was, oh, I just loved it. It was like, they, I thought it was going to be like a high school love story trope, and they totally inverted it on its head. That's good and news. And it was so cute. And yeah. They heaped in a dose of gay, and I loved it. Scooped it right in there. A little, mm-hmm. little sprinkling. Very nice. Yeah. And then I also watched Jurassic Park this week, which is the best movie that's ever been made. There you go. They do travel in hers. You know know what I'm talking about? No? Of course I do. Was it terrible? (laughs) That was so good. Thank you. They do move in hers. Yeah. That that movie is the best. Like, I just realized this too. You know the the old guy who plays Hammond? Yeah. He's Richard Attenborough's brother. Or a... 
Fuck. His name is Richard Attenborough. He's David Attenborough's brother. I don't. I'm not sure who David Attenborough is. You know? Have you ever watched um like any Brit, uh, BBC produced nature documentary like Planet Earth? Oh yeah. Okay. He's the narrator. Okay, then I do know him. That's cool. It's, a gr- yeah. it's the best movie that's ever been made. And I'm sorry, I'm not taking any arguments at this time from everyone who disagrees with me. Also, I don't know how you could. It's the best movie <laughs> that's ever been emails. made. We won't read them. It's just yeah. the best movie. That's it. It's the what? best movie of all time. How are you? I'm glad you f- you feel that way. It, it is a good movie. I'm very uh, how am Jurassic I? Park. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Um, let's see. What's the latest and greatest? Work has been absolutely insane same yep and we're still working on chuck now we're in the third season we're almost done with the third season so we're moving and grooving how many seasons are there five i think oh wow so we're getting there and it was one of those shows where at the end of every season they really just had no clue if they were going to be renewed or not so that (laughs) every season seems to end up where there's like something simultaneously something huge like dropped and then also something huge that gets resolved so like like, you have have some closure and yet you're still wondering no matter what right (laughs) so yeah um and let's see we've been working on some wedding stuff because theoretically it's still happening in november so last night uh we we were test driving some songs for our first dance and uh we're down to two so We'll keep uh, we'll keep dancing to them in our living room and see see how we feel in a couple months. Yeah. Well, you know we what's will... so weird is I would never think, but that's so smart, is to actually like physically dance to them and see how they would. Feel. You know what? Because we did that, we actually ruled out like three that I was like very sold on. Well, that's genius. Then, thank you, thank you. Yeah. What can I say? Oh, so boy. <laughs> <laughs> then we also. Um, we started making like our, our list for the photographer. Like these are the people we must have photos with, you know, the, the family members and, right, uh, right, you know, right. cause we're going to try to, and like, these are the shots we for sure want you to get. Uh, because pretty soon I'm going to start to put together a schedule for everybody that day because you know how I roll. Yep. Same Schedules time. galore. You love a good schedule. It's, I mean, this is how it's working with these photographs. If I ask you, to please come because we for sure want like nice posed photographs. Yeah. And you're not there on time, you're not getting pictures. You're gone. Oh my god. See you see you at the party, but that's your loss. I so I think, see this could be wrong, but I feel like I remember my sister's photographer being like, "Let's go, let's go." Like he was like he was the oh, same way. Fucking, he was like, "Let's go." Yep. Well, they've got so much to do and we we did not hire like a second or third photographer or anything. Right. We just have the one woman. And so, I mean, she has a lot to cover by herself that day. She's very good. She's been doing this for years and years and years. Right. So, I mean, she she's totally on it. But, like, she's got shit to do. Like, let's, come on, people. Show up. Show up on time and get the hell out. Because right. we've got a fucking ceremony to hit and a party to attend. Good night. That's right. So that's how that's going to roll. Other than that, yeah, uh, pretty much just... That sounds about, that sounds about how you are. <laughs> look... You should be fucking flattered that I want your ass there early to take photos so we can have, like, a very nice memento together. That's true. I, Show the fuck up on time. I just remember being very thankful that my sister took pictures at our house because I didn't have to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, we're, I mean, we're going to be 
And like, so I'm not even really going to have any of the getting, like I'm getting ready at the hotel before all of this. So like, I'm not even going to have photos of that. We're just going to do some like fake ones at the place. Oh, I got Cause I don't get the place for the entire day. We get to get there like starting three hours prior to the ceremony. I think my sister did fake ones too. Like, I feel like I remember yeah. him being like, bend down and pretend to fix her shoe. And I was like, what? And my sister's best friend was like, I got it. <laughs> Oh yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, so uh, it, it'll be like that type of thing because, frankly, I don't need them there at, like, 8 in the morning when no, I'm starting no, no, to fucking no, no. put my face on. You so, also don't you know, need to be whatever. paying them for that long. Precisely. Precisely. So, yeah. uh, anyway, that's the latest there. And that's exciting. Really, These are exciting yeah, it's, things. It's fun stuff. I've got the big planning binder. Every month I've got my set of things I need to do, and I just... I've always been... Very in awe of your organizational skills. Thank you. If it, if it wasn't like this, I would have a mental breakdown. It's just how I am. Things have to, like, I've got to, because there's too much running around up here. If I don't yeah. write it down and plot it out for myself, it's all gone. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I have so much, I have so many super highways running up here all the time, and I don't plot anything down, so usually it disappears. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hey, that organized. There's nothing wrong. Look. Everybody, here's here's the message for today. Oh, we love everybody it. Everybody do you. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Call it a day. We love caffeinated Cassie. <laughs> I am, I am jazzed. She's a guru. So anyway, here we are. We're here. So I'm starting this week, correct? That's right. Right. So one of our lovely listeners we did a poll on Instagram recently and we were like, Hey bitches, like, what do you, <laughs> that's not what we said. But anyway, what, what do you want? You know, what do you want to hear about? And one of them wrote in, um, and actually I don't even know totally how to say it. Centralia, Centralia, one or the other. So anyway, it's a, it's a borough and it's basically a ghost town now in Columbia County, Pennsylvania. Hey, and this is, this is my topic for today. So this, it turns out this place is actually only like an hour and a half from where Corey and I live in Pennsylvania. And so road trip, but anyway, I have population. Agree. Yeah. So like we should just do a super weekend where you come out and we go ghost. I mean, well, we can do ghost hunting too, but witch hunting and then, you know, but witch hunting in that we just want to see her. We're not going to do anything with her because we respect her. That's right. We, that's right. right. We, we respect Sargonana. Right, 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 right. So anyway, we'll also go here. Anyway, so its population has dwindled from more than 1,000 residents, like around 1980, to 63 by 1990, and then only five in 2017. And I think since then, even the majority of those five are gone Wait now. Minute. There were just five people living in that town in 2017? You got it. So all of this is a result of the coal mine fire which has been burning underneath the borough since 1962 and it is still on fire today interesting all real estate in the borough was claimed under eminent domain in 1992 and was condemned by the commonwealth of pennsylvania centralia zip code was discontinued by the postal service in 2002 so people who live there I guess so. The Postal Service is like, bye. They're like, we're, no, we're not. That doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Good luck getting your mail. No bills for you. So yeah. Oh my god, they probably got right? no bills. That's right. Oh, so state and local officials, they reached an agreement with the seven remaining residents on October 29th, twenty thirteen, allowing them to live out their lives there. After which, the rights to their houses will be taken through eminent domain. So basically, the people that are still hanging on. 
if they're still alive, once they're gone, it's it's all over. So. So do you think they were old people? I'm very curious about the type of people that were still living there. Yeah, I think probably most of them are, are up there. Interesting. But, like, I mean, if we take a drive, I guess we'll see. So, anyway. Just see one old bitch. <laughs> Howdy. So, hey, the first two... <laughs> The first two mines in Centralia opened in 1856, uh, the Locust Run Mine, and then there was the Coleridge Mine. After that, um, there was the Hazeldell Colliery Mine. That can't be right. Uh, I believe you. Thank you. It was in 1860, and then the Centralia Mine in 1862, followed by the Continental Mine in 1863. The Continental was located on um, some... Some like hotshot Stephen Gerard on his former estate, and it branched from the Lehigh Valley Railroad, or I'm sorry, branching from the Lehigh Valley Railroad was Mahoney Railroad, and that was constructed to Centralia in 1856. So there was also this railroad that ran to it so they could, you know, get their coal out and shit that they were mining for. Right. And basically, their coal sales, you know, that was like their everything. Yeah, right. So. It was incorporated as a borough in 1866. Uh, its principal employer was the anthracite coal industry. Alexander Ray, the town's founder, was murdered in his buggy by members of the Molly Maguires. Okay. Which, yeah, which were an Irish 19th century secret society active in Ireland, Liverpool, and parts of the eastern United States, best known for their activism among Irish-American and Irish immigrant coal workers in Pennsylvania. God so anyway, damn it, the Irish are cool. I know. Anyway, Alexander Ray was, like, axed, right, on October 17th, 1868. In his fucking buggy. During a trip to, or between Centralia and Mount Carmel. And then three men were eventually convicted of his death and were hanged. Thank you. In the county seat of Bloomsburg, March 25th, 1878. So there are actually, like, several other murders and incidents of arson that took place during during this sort of violence because Centralia was like a hotbed of Molly Maguire activity during the 1860s. And that's the name um, of the gang? The Molly Maguires. Isn't that so cool? I I fucking love the Irish. We should go on a trip to Ireland. You and I would fucking tear that up. Oh, I would die. I would never come home. I would shit happily. The same. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so the Molly Maguires, they had like all this activity here because they were trying to organize a mine workers union in order to improve wages and working conditions. Aces. So. Aces. A legend among locals in Centralia, which there aren't really any anymore, but whatever, tells us that a man by the name of Father Daniel Ignatius McDermott. Oof. <laughs> holy moly. What a name. He was the first Roman Catholic priest to call Centralia home, and it is said that he cursed the land in retaliation for being assaulted by three members of the Maguires in 1869. Hmm. So, McDermott said, so if you ask me, he's not just a priest. I mean, I think he's probably, if he's cursing the land and shit, we got some, like... A brujo. I think we've got some Satan activity going on, but that's Mm -hmm. just me. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, right. McDermott said that there would one day be a... Nope. There would be a day... (laughs) I was one, say day, there one, day, day. one day be a day <laughs> when St. Ignatius Roman Catholic Church would be the only structure remaining in Centralia. Many of the Molly Maguire's leaders, um, they were hanged in 1877. Thus, their crime spree kind of just like came to an end. And legends Damn say it. that a number of descendants of the Molly Maguire's still lived in Centralia up until the 1980s. 
Wow, so, that's interesting. I know. So that's like, you know, quite a while because it ended in 1877. They were there up until the 80s of, you know, 1980s. And they were all the descendants of this of this club. <laughs> this club. So <laughs> according to numbers of federal census records, the town of Centralia reached its maximum population of 2,761 in 1890. So small town. Mm-hmm. At its peak, the town had seven churches, five hotels, 27 saloons, two theaters, <laughs> a bank, a post office, and 14 general and grocery stores. This place Why is lit. so many saloons? There's one bank, but there's 27 saloons. That bank must have been crowded on a Saturday night. Dude, forget it. So... 37 years later, the production of anthracite coal had reached its peak in Pennsylvania, and then in the following years, production started to decline, and many young miners from Centralia were enlisted in the military when the U.S. entered World War I. Oh um, so after the stock market crashed in 1929, the Lehigh Valley Coal Company closed five of its Centralia local mines. Bootleg miners continued mining in several idle mines using techniques such as what is called pillar robbing, Why? in which miners would instru- would extract coal from coal pillars left in mines to support their roofs. This caused collapses of a lot sure. of the mines, further complicating the prevention of the mine fire that started in 1962. Efforts to seal off the abandoned mines ran into just collapsed areas. So, here we are, 1950. Uh, Centralia Council acquired the rights to all anthracite coal beneath Centralia through a state law passed in 1949 that allowed this transaction to occur. And that year, the federal census counted 1,986 residents in Centralia. And so coal mining continued where it could in that area up until the 60s, when most of the companies just shut down. Bootleg mining continued until 1982. And strip and open pit mining were still active in the area. And let's see, an underground mine about three miles to the west employs about 40 people mm. today. So, let's see, rail service was kaput in 1966. Centralia operated its own school district, including elementary schools and a high school. And there were also two Catholic parochial schools, but by 1980, it had only 1,000 residents with another five or 600 living nearby. All right, so the good shit. I mean, not really the good shit. This is sad shit, but the meat. The meat. The mine fire. So here here are the triggers of the fire, supposedly. And a lot of people, like, who analyze this, I guess, for, like, a living, whatever, they, they can't seem to agree on the specific cause. One guy, David DeCock. <laughs> no. That's not his name. D-E-K-O-K. D-E-K... <laughs> That's gotta be DeCock. That's DeCock. gotta be. De- David DeCock. So, so our man DeCock. He's um, the author of a book called Fire Underground, The Ongoing Tragedy of the Centralia Mine Fire. Um, so DeCock <laughs> concluded that it started... Work. I know. Concluded that it started with an attempt to clean up the town landfill. In May 1962, the Centralia Borough Council hired five members of a volunteer fire company to clean up the town landfill, which was located in an abandoned strip mine, a strip mine pit, next to a cemetery. (laughs) So, Jesus, why do we have a landfill next to a cemetery? I feel like that's kind of disrespectful, but whatever. Anyway. Also, like, how do they know if they don't dig too close to the cemetery? They're not just going to get a body. Right. Or, like, they're going to, like, collapse and then all these bodies are just going to, like, fall into the mud. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So, anyway, very spooky stuff. So, 
May 27th, 1962, the firefighters, as they had in the past, set the dump on fire and let it burn for a while. (laughs) Unlike in previous years, however, the fire was not totally extinguished, and an unsealed opening in the pit allowed the fire to enter the labyrinth of abandoned coal mines beneath Centralia. Thus, just fire for life. So... Bye for life. Bye for life. So, by contrast, other sources claim that the fire had started the previous day when a trash hauler dumped hot ash or coal discarded from coal burners into the open trash pit. It's noted that Borough Council minutes from June 4th, 1962, referred to two fires at the dump and that five firefighters had submitted bills for fighting the fire at the landfill area. The borough, by law, was responsible for installing a fire-resistant clay barrier between each layer of the landfill, but fell behind schedule, leaving the barrier incomplete. And this allowed the hot coals to penetrate the vein of coal underneath the pit and start this subterranean fire. And yet, another theory proposes that the Bast Colliery Fire of 1932 was never fully extinguished, and that fire reached the landfill area by 1962. That's a long time. For over 30 years, it was making its way over there. However, (laughs) slowly but surely, a miner named Frank Jurgill Sr., these names, disputes that theory. He claims that he operated a bootleg mine with his brother near the landfill from 1960 to 1962, and if the Bast Colliery Fire had not been extinguished, the brothers would have probably been overcome or killed by the noxious gases via the interconnected tunnels. Mm -hmm. So... Those are the theories. I kind of feel like... I think it's either one of the first two. I think it's one of the first two. Um, And personally, I'm kind of like... I'm leaning towards the second a little bit because Mm -hmm. there's those notes in the minutes saying that there are two fires at the dump. So, I don't know, that that seems to make sense to me. So, here are some of the, the more immediate effects of all this. So, in 1979, locals became aware of the scale of the problem when a gas station owner, who was then the mayor of the town, inserted a... Big fan. Yeah. Inserted a dipstick into one of his underground tanks to check the fuel level, and when he withdrew it, it seemed hot. (laughs) Oh, shit. So, he lowered a thermometer into the tank on a string and was shocked to discover that the temperature of the gasoline was 172 degrees Fahrenheit. Holy shit. I don't know. I can't remember what temperature it ignites at. I was just going to be like, what's stopping that from exploding? But for me, that's too close for comfort. That's too high. Any (laughs) gasoline at any high of a temperature, too high. Too high. I don't want any gas that I'm around to be sitting at 102 degrees or 172 degrees Fahrenheit. No. Statewide, attention to the fire began to increase. And it culminated in 1981 when a 12-year-old resident named Todd Domboski fell into a sinkhole four feet wide by 150 feet deep and that had suddenly opened up beneath his feet in a backyard. And his what? cousin, I know, his cousin, 14-year-old Eric Wolfgang, pulled Domboski out of the hole and saved his life, but a plume of hot steam billowed from the hole and it was tested and found to contain a lethal level of carbon monoxide. Oh, no. I know. Although there was physical, 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 (laughs) physical, visible evidence of the fire, residents of Centralia were bitterly divided over the question of whether or not the fire posed a direct threat to the town. I mean, for me, there's there's one clear answer here, and it's yes, Yes. but that's just me. So anyway, in another book called The Real Disaster is Above Ground, (laughs) Ain't That the Truth? (laughs) 
What a mood! <laughs> it was identified that there were at least six community groups, each organized around varying interpretations of the amount and kind of risk posed by this fire. Mm. Um, and in 1983, the U.S. Congress allocated more than $42 million for relocation efforts for the residents of the town. Um, nearly all of the residents accepted the buyout offers, but more than, uh, let's see, around 500 structures were demolished, more than 1,000 people left the town, and by 1990, the census recorded the, like, 60-some-odd remaining residents. Right. So, basically, where we're at today is, like, sh- over time, we started reaching, like, you know, condemnation and, and abandonment pretty much so few homes remain standing there today most of them have been abandoned and have been demolished by this point or they've been reclaimed by nature which is like so cool i know at a casual i'm me too at a casual glance the area now appears to be just like a field with some paved streets running through it um some areas are filled with a new growth forest um the the remaining church in the borough saint mary's holds weekly services on sunday but it has not yet directly been affected by the fire. The town has four cemeteries, including one on a hilltop that has smoke rising around and out of it. How badass is that? That's my favorite thing. Love that. That's where I, when I die, that's where I better fucking be put. That's right. Just smack me right there. So in the smoky graveyard, (laughs) in the smoky graveyard, the only indications of the fire, which underlies some 400 acres um, spreading along four fronts are low round metal steam vents in the south of the borough. Several signs warn of underground fire, unstable ground, and dangerous levels of carbon monoxide. Additional smoke and steam can be seen coming from an abandoned portion of Pennsylvania Route 61, the area just behind the Hilltop Cemetery, and other cracks in the ground scattered about the area. Um, Route 61, they tried to attempt to repair it several times, and then eventually they just closed that portion of it. So... The current route um, was formerly a detour around the damaged portion, and now it's like a permanent route that people can use. Um, in 2009, a couple of residents were evicted. Um, let's see. After that point, the remaining residents mounted another legal effort to reverse the 1992 eminent domain claim. In 2010, only five homes remained as state officials tried to vacate the remaining residents and demolish what was left of the town. And in 2011, a federal judge refused to issue an injunction that would have stopped the condemnation. There's also a time capsule that they decided to open up. It was buried in 1966, but they decided to just open it a little earlier than planned. And let's see, it wasn't scheduled to be open until 2016. They did it 2014. Items in size of it, in size, inside of it include... Let's see. First of all, the thing was filled with 12 inches of water, so anything that wasn't it is kind of jacked up. But there's a miner's helmet, a miner's lamp, some coal, a Bible, local souvenirs, and a pair of bloomers signed by the men of Centralia. Love that. Big fan. Love that. Dig up the bloomers. So, and here's where this kind of, like, ties into your side of it. Mm-hmm. It's said that screenwriter Roger Avery research centralia while working on the screenplay for the silent hill film adaptation segue so yeah i did silent hill the movie so here are the facts it was it was written written by the guy you said avery yeah it was also partially written by the director christopher gans it's released in 2006 the runtime is two hours and five minutes Rotten Tomato score 31%. <laughs> oh 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's an adaptation of uh, the Konami's video game of the same name. It grossed $100 million worldwide. I didn't realize it was a video game. Yeah. I'm going to get that. And it had a sequel. Silent Hill Revelation came out in 2012 to critical failure, but modest commercial success. <laughs> Same. Which, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> fucking going to the movies lately. Here's, here's the IMDb synopsis. A woman, Rose, goes in search for her adopted daughter within the confines of a strange, desolate town called Silent Hill. There it is. Here's... The I'm going to do the comparisons to the true story because there's very okay. few. Okay. There, it's an underground mining thing that's on a flame. Okay. A church that survives. And uh, that's it. Here's my question. Are there 27 saloons? No. I would have been <laughs> then they really did it happy. wrong. That's they did right. it wrong. They missed the most important part. <laughs> that's right. So, okay. I'm going to give you a synopsis of this movie, and then I'm going to read you some of my notes. My notes were oh, not nice. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, in case you all were wondering, I don't think you said this yet. So, oh, Anna decided... Yeah, no, that's it. Anna watched the movie this week. I did. As part of her, her research. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. we're, we... I just feel like screenwriters of the world... If you have something that is, like, literally such a good story, you can build anything from this. Mm. This is what you fucking people chose? I know, because there's a lot of interesting shit about this town. Right, so... I feel like, yeah. There's a... They mention a church. Okay. There's a... Uh, the miners. Um, there's, like... Uh, okay. Anyway. So here's okay. what happens. Here's the story. I hate this movie with such a fiery hot passion. So here's here's the story. Okay. This there's a young girl. That child actor is very fucking annoying. Okay. And great. She is adopted by this these parents. Sean Bean is the father. They wasted Sean Bean. That, that this has to be a waste of Sean Bean. Well, it, Does he die? Here's the thing. A lot of these characters, you could take them out of the movie, and the movie doesn't change. Okay. Oh, great. Sean so that Bean, speaks a lot to... You could take him out of the movie, and nothing about the movie changes. In my notes, I go, what was the point of my man, Sean Bean? <laughs> There's no point. So The big questions. And I love Sean Bean. So, Me too. Okay. So they adopt this girl. For some reason, they put... Um, Silent Hill in West Virginia, which I didn't know why they did that. Okay. But basically, the the movie opens, the pacing of this movie is bizarre. The movie opens with them running after this little girl because she's sleepwalking. Oh, okay. And she goes to the edge of a waterfall. Oh, Jesus. And basically, you're left to assume she's trying to jump off. Right. Reason's unclear. Okay, we don't know. Okay, got the it. The mom catches her, and she's screaming Silent Hill. So the mom takes this information and decides, let me Google where Silent Hill is. Silent okay. Hill is on an ancient historic website about scary haunted towns. Let me take my daughter there. Yeah, like I, you know, I'm not going to lie. If my kid was standing on the edge of a waterfall and screaming that shit, I'd probably be like, I'll Google it, but I sure as fuck wouldn't take her ass there. Right. In my notes, I go, what kind of shitty plan is this? This is a horrible plan. 
Also, I also said this too. They start off with a wild opening and then for some reason have the most uneven uneven pacing. She okay. like runs from a cop, which is the woman, the mother seems batshit. Okay, so she's like there's something wrong with the mother. That's I think there's something more wrong with the mother than with the child. Probably. So the kid's probably the way she is because of the fucking mother. <clears throat> so she runs from a cop for no reason. She's taking her child to a town that's that she's screaming about, despite that she knows it's creepy slash haunted. So whatever. Creepy slash haunted. Right. Same. So they're right. They reach the town at like thirteen to fifteen minutes in. The reason why I know how many minutes is they were long minutes. <laughs> Did you keep pausing it and be like, God, is it over yet? Bro, I got 20 minutes into this movie and I was like, I don't know if I can finish this. I appreciate your dedication to the podcast. It's, ooh, okay. All right. So, they also, the writing, very subtle. Super subtle. There's a giant light up cross in the background. I've never seen that <laughs> in any state in this country, but fine. <laughs> And then they drive past a sign with a huge biblical quote. And then when she gets to Silent Hill, right, there's a big sign that says, Welcome to Silent Hill. I go, T.Y. writers, we wouldn't have been able to get there on our own. I'm so glad we made it. I Thank God for the sign. She, so, okay. So she gets to this town. And you're like, okay, this has been 15 very long minutes. Let something happen. Right. There's ash falling from the sky. She has no reaction. She catches it and she's like, ash? If ash was falling from the sky, I'd be like, something's wrong. I'd probably leave because I'd be like, Pompeii! Right. (laughs) That would be like my first reaction. Like, cover my mouth with my... Like, she has... Yeah. Okay. She goes into the town. It's very clearly abandoned. And she sees a little girl and chases her. Now, nope. I nope. have a question. If you think that's your daughter, why would your daughter be running away from you? Hmm? Wait, I'm confused. She did she bring her kid to Silent Hill? Yes. Oh, and then so oh, I forgot to talk about this part because I don't care. About okay, it. so right. she runs from the cop, right? Okay, right. So wait, why was the cop pissed off because she was going to this abandoned ass town? The cop literally is the best character and has no reason to be there. The cop sees them at a gas station, is like, thinks the little girl is weird, which she is, and thinks the mom, like something's wrong with the mom. So she pulls the mom over. The mom flees from the cop. Oh, Jesus. The cop follows her, and then she gets in an accident, hits her head. Okay, got it. I'm caught up now. And then she's in Silent Hill. The cop also gets in an accident that she, they both can't remember how they got there. Okay, so magically they're, okay. Right. Clear. Got it, got it. Sorry. So, no, that was, I totally didn't explain how she got there because, to be honest, it's not that clear. (laughs) So, (laughs) she, there's a, so when she wakes up, her daughter's not in the car. She also has very little reaction to that. We already know that this is mother of the year. Like, somebody send this woman an award. And the best part about this movie is the running theme is that she's her mother and that she'll do anything for her. And that's what they lean on. Like, at the end of the movie... But she sucks! Right. Okay. She wakes up, blah, blah, there's ash falling from the sky. Okay. She sees a little girl standing in the middle of the street, and the little girl takes off. Right. And she looks like her daughter, so she's like, the daughter's name is Sharon, by the way. Oh, Christ. Sharon! So she's like, Sharon! Runs down this creepy alley, 
Again, no reaction to anything. And an air raid siren goes off. Oh, that's... Okay, you know what? I think I've seen bits of this movie, and that's the only part that I remember. Or maybe I didn't see this movie. I think I saw the second one. I don't know. Go ahead. So the air raid siren goes off. She has no reaction to that. My ass would. But she's probably still running around like, Sharon! No, she, well, she, she just stands and like looks around with really wide eyes. And then goes back to going down this creepy alley. Then the no. alley transforms. She has no reaction to that either. Okay. Like, I get it. It's a horror movie. So no one would react this way. No one. Right, right, right. And I know that there's that running joke of like, what's that noise? Like, only white people go and see it. Also, that's me. Right, right, That's what right. I do as a person. Right, right, right. But no one would react like this woman. No one. You mean a complete and total lack of reaction? Right. <laughs> right. So so the whole hallway transforms. And when I say transforms, it bas- they just put like a red filter over everything and the, the walls start peeling and it's ridiculous. Oh, it sounds trippy. Yeah. Okay. And then these like, well, first of all, she goes to, she follows this little girl still, which why? And then she sees a body strung up and it's like a minor. Oh, oh Okay. And then these burning figures appear. They're like child size. And they're like, they just look like they're on fire. And they go to, they go to come after her and she's literally laying on the ground and they don't get her. Which I wrote, this is a super big letdown for me. I don't understand why this woman won't die. <laughs> they should have killed her. That would have been like really nice. But they don't. She just wakes up. If this... Readers is set. Readers. Damn readers. It. Damn it. If this, <laughs> listeners, is sounding a little disconnected, it's because it is. This is exactly how the movie went. It was like just so jumpy and weird. So, okay. They keep referencing hell like they. Johnny Cash's Ring of Fire is playing in the background. There's hell written on the hopscotch. The the dialogue and the acting in this movie is an absolute atrocity. I have to watch this. So, the cop shows up and tries to arrest this woman. <laughs> okay. And then, well, she puts her in handcuffs. And then walks, they, like, start walking back. And they see that the town ends on, like, a cliff. Okay. And the woman goes... This town is totally cut off. You don't know what's going on. I wrote, bitch, neither do you. Yeah, bitch, you don't know what's going on. You just had, like, fire babies running after you, and then you fucking woke up on the ground. Shut up. She's the the literal worst. She's the worst character. So, yeah. then ba- uh, another monster shows up that's also unexplained. It's like a body morphing monster. It looks like, remember Flubber? Yes. It looks like that, but tall and gray. So, like, not cute. No, not at all. <laughs> okay, got it. But it's, it's like, not translucent. It's just tall and gray, and it, for some reason, can change shape. But then I'm when the cop it shoots it in its head, it dies? Question mark? Oh, well, that was easy. Okay. Well, the cop starts talking to it first, which I was like, this is a mistake. No, why would you do that? So, the cop has a weapon, and this woman just keeps running from the cop. I go, why? Why would you? This cop is like the only fucking... Oh, it's ugly. Oh, do you see it? I see it. It's very ugly. It's very weird. 
this 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 cop is the only good thing to have happened this entire film so far because she shot the fucking monster in the head like a normal person would. Right. So okay. instead, this woman runs from the cop because for some reason she fears arrest more than whatever is lurking in this town. Fuck that. I'd be like, cuff me up, baby. Let's get out of here. Yeah, I'd be like, let's leave. Let's hit the road. My kid's a weirdo. She's not even, she doesn't even want to be around me. Fuck her. She can hang out with these bitches and let's get out of here. So she goes back to following the girl. Right. Right. Here we go. Finds another body. Oh. Siren goes off. Okay, so the siren goes off when we find the, is this a minor also? No, it's like a, it's like a, you see his name tag. And then it's explained later, but it's so fucking stupid. Like, I, what enrages me is that this could have, they could have done anything with this movie. And this is what they chose to do. Okay. So, all right. So, I, you learn quickly that there are townspeople in this town. Okay. Which, okay. Great. So... I go, how and why are there townspeople? So the the siren keeps going on and off. I don't know if that indicates that it's night or day or if that's just when the demons come out. I don't know. Well, who's in charge of turning the siren on? Like, the are church. they in charge of... Oh, the church? So yeah. the church is what brings out all these monsters? Well, the, ch- the siren goes off basically to alert the townspeople. And the siren is coming from the church. All right, well, there you go. This, Go watch, go watch, go listen to the Vatican, everybody. That's right. So mm-hmm. there's there's this guy who I was a big fan of. He's oh, good. got like this big ass head. It looks like a hammer and he's got a huge fucking sword. And they never explain him. Never. He's just there. So like, is this he's, guy? He's just like a demon. Does he, okay, so he hangs out after the siren goes off? Right. Okay. And he well, so tries like to him. kill her, doesn't. I'm always oh. disappointed. She uh, doesn't die, which is so sad. Well, all there is to say to that is, I am so oh, tired. tired. So, okay. Alright, so she gets to the church, because the townspeople are like, this is the only... And, by the way, that town, for some reason, when the siren goes off, flooded with people. There's like a million people running into the church. I was like, what? Where have all these people been? Yeah. So she, so they go into the church. She turns around and the guy rips, like picks up this woman, this guy with the big head and the long sword, picks up this woman, rips off her clothes and then rips off her flesh. I got to say this real quick. This movie is weirdly violently sexual. Unnecessarily. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, Okay. And there's a whole scene at the end that I was like, why? What about his big sword? Just cut her head off. Okay. So, that's a fucking gnarly scene. Okay. So, they learn the the fucking religious people in the church are led by this one woman. Oh, good. Okay. And she's like, you have to go confront the demon, blah, blah, blah. Go to the hospital. By the way, all these signs, very clear. All these buildings are deteriorated. The signs are beautiful. She can read everything. She can use keys. Nothing is rusted. Like, it's so dumb. So oh, okay. Well, thank God all of the locks and the signs held up. Right, right. Among the deterioration. Right. Okay. So, they take her to the hospital. 
And she's wearing a locket with her daughter's picture in it. Okay. And the woman, like, the locket fell off somehow. And the woman picks it up and sees the little girl and tells the mom that she's a witch because this is the demon. The little girl. Okay. All right. So solid conclusion that we drew there. Yeah, good. big fan. So good, good, she's good. she's like, she's a witch. We have to burn her. And the cop, like, fights them off. And the, the woman uh, gets away. No. The, the mom. Flip it. Flip it. Let right. them kill the mom and let the cop get away. So that's the only part where if the cop wasn't in the movie, she she wouldn't have gotten away. But honestly, all I wanted this entire movie was this woman to die. Right. That's all I wanted. And she does and she never she never dies ever. No. What a fucking disappointment. Right. So she goes down into the the bowels of hell and there's all these super clear signs. She knows where she has to go, blah, 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 blah. Then she gets somewhere, and it's an all-white screen. Like, it's just, like, a bright white light. I was like, this, okay. okay. And then she opens her eyes, and there's, like, a little girl talking to her. And she's okay. like, you found me, blah. Oh, and then there's this, oh, my God. There's so many unnecessary scenes. Like, there's this scene where she turns the corner, and it's, like, it's supposed to be a hospital. So there's all these, like, zombies, but they're nurses. But they look like they were nurses that got their nurse outfits in a Halloween store. Oh, like sexy nurses? Yeah. Like, everything oh, is Christ. really short and, like, booby, and they're all wearing heels for some reason. I was like, what the fuck? This so, is proper PPE. That's all. What is that? Personal protective equipment, I think. Oh, <laughs> love that. Big fan. <laughs> yeah. So, so, Okay. So she's talking to the little girl, and then we get this, like, high schooler, grainy film. Like, remember when okay. we used to, like, edit videos in high school? Yeah, you mean on, like, Mac computers on, like, iMovie? Yeah. And they had, like, all those pre-built-in, like, yeah, right, okay. Big time. And right, it, right, it right. had this, like, filter that, like, made it look like old film. Yeah, right. That's what it looked like they used. What was the fucking budget for this movie? I don't know. Jesus. Okay, so, well, they spent it all on big head, big sword, and that's it. Yeah, big time. So, basically, the story is that there was a little girl who looked just like her daughter that lived in this town. Okay. And she was burned because they couldn't figure out who her father was. So they thought that she was a spawn of the devil, question mark? Okay. So they burn this little girl, and she somehow splits into different people. There's one version of her that's burned up, there's another version of her that's like a devil, and then there's a good version, and that's the woman's daughter. Wow, this is a crowded life for this girl. For sure. All right. So that's what we learn. We also, like, they, like, give us so much, like, extraneous knowledge like she was also like the the guy that was strung up the second guy that wasn't the minor he had a With name, the name tag. tag yeah he, yeah the name tag said colin okay and in this like high schooler made flashback they like insinuate that she got like raped by him and i was like what the where whole, is this coming from the okay. whole thing is so weirdly sexual and just fucked up and you're but none of it is none of it's cohesive it's all just okay. like, what's the most shocking thing we can do? So, 
Oh, it made it made me want to rip out my eyeballs. She goes back to the church. Oh, oh, that's right. The, the, the demon or the woman? no, no, the woman. The demon, okay. the demon girl, like walks into her. So she basically oh, she ingests the little girl, the demon girl. Oops. Okay. She walks into the church. They burnt the cop alive. So there goes the one good character. Oops. In this there goes movie. the only fucking redemption. Okay. All right. That's and they're fine. about to burn her daughter. And she yep. goes in there, and she, like, makes a big scene. She gets cold-cocked by a woman. That shot's hilarious. Perfect. So, she goes to They should have the, just ended it there. I know. Like, just her getting cold-cocked, and then it being over. I would have been like, the perfect, end. that's all I wanted. So, <laughs> she, the that leader of the church stabs her. Oh. She leans over the altar, and the blood drips out, and that opens a hell gate that brings... The demon little girl. Onto the church. A simple equation. Yeah. Because she can't go onto the church because it's consecrated ground. Oh, okay. So she had to, like, catch a ride in this woman. Right. Okay, got it. So she has telekinesis, apparently. Oh, no. okay. Wait, is telekinesis where you can move things with your mind? Yeah. Got it. She has okay. telekinesis, and she loves barbed wire. She's a big fan. That's what everyone strung up with it earlier in the movie. Oh, all right. We love barbed wire. Okay. And she strings everybody up, and oops, the leader of the church, she takes the barbed wire, and they show you it, like, goes up her skirt. Oh. So it's, like, assumed that it goes up into her like that, like, yeah. through her like that. Which is disgusting. And again, that, weirdly sexual. This is like weird, like weird porn. <laughs> it's the most bizarre movie I've ever watched in my life. This is fucking weird. Okay. So then the woman rescues her daughter while this mayhem's taking place. The woman oh, okay. rescues her daughter and they sit in a corner and she goes, just close your eyes. They close their eyes and wake up and it's over. Oh. So okay. they leave the church, and she call. They get to the car. They get back in the car. The little girl seemingly nonplussed, not affected by anything she just saw, even though she witnessed a woman being burned alive. And okay, so she they she calls my man Sean Bean. Oh, who, he's back. <laughs> who also, by the way, he has a completely different plot where he's like in reality. Like, they have this whole thing where she's in, a, a like, a hell dimension, and he gets to Silent Hill, and it looks totally different than where she is. Okay. But he learns everything that she learns, so what was the point of his scenes? Uh, I don't know. So, so she calls him on the way home, and she's all, like, all those scenes were wasted. She calls but him she on the way home, and she's like, we're coming back, and he, like, can't hear her. And he's like, what, uh -oh. what? And he hangs up. And then they walk into their house, but they're still in this, like, foggy hell dimension. And he's oh. still in normal. And then the movie ends. Oh, my God. So it ends where they're stuck, but they're, like, they're so in the same place, but they're in different places. Here's That's my question. If the woman helps the demon child and yeah. rescues her daughter, why... What was the point of the entire movie and of her learning all that if nothing was resolved? So that they could make a sequel. 
and then, and what was the point of my man Sean Bean? Why didn't they just have, like, get rid of the mother and just have Sean Bean do it all? A fair question. Because, oh, because the whole point is that later on she says, mother is God in the eyes of a child. That's the point. Even though she's the world's worst mother. This mom sucks. Here are my final thoughts. I wrote them down. I said, worst movie I've ever seen. You could have done anything with the story, and this is what you did. Literally zero out of ten negative stars. I get the appeal of a video game, but the movie doesn't translate. Zero out of ten negative stars. Yeah, they probably should have just left it as a... The video game came first, correct? Yes. They should have just left it at that and called it a day. I can see how the video game would be so fun. Yeah, and it's probably spooky and like... And I'm sure you can like pick up weapons... Yeah, you probably gotta walk around shooting shit. Do you get to play as Sean Bean, though? I have no idea. I wonder who you play as. I think you play as a mom. Too bad. You should play as the cop, actually. But, like, I'm sure it's at least more... And it... it Like, I feel like you would get a bigger understanding of the world in the video game. Whereas in the movie, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And more importantly, why do I care? I gotta was, watch this. There was never a moment in that movie where I cared about any one of the characters or anything that was going on at all. So they hardly took anything from like what is what is like a historical, like based in reality. Except for the fact that there's a, a coal burning underneath. They talk about that. That's it. But that's, that's it. they were like, it's a hell dimension. Why did you do that? Okay, so we, we went from coal fire to hell dimension. Oh my god. And then they had that one minor that was dead. Dude, I love horror movies. I love occasionally a bad movie. I would not recommend this movie to my worst enemy. This movie is torture. I'm definitely going to watch it. I know you are. I'm 100%. I think I've only seen the second one. But I remember, like, I remember Big Head Longsword. He's got, like, a triangle head. He does! So I remember that thing. When he showed up, I was like, oh, here we go. And then they never explain him. Is he just in it for like a, like a, like a couple He's in minutes? it for two scenes. What the hell? And See, then I'm he disappears. You, they, blew, they blew all their budget on that. And the mom of the daughter from the town is okay. like a witch. Oops. Well, right. she's like not affected by, she's not a witch, but she's like, she looks like a witch. She's, like, not affected by anything that happens in the town because she's the daughter, the mom of the daughter. Okay. But then when the guy with the big head shows up, she, like, does, she, like, points at her eyes and then points at a lady and then he kills that lady. And I was like, whoa, oh, he's like, he's, this woman's he's in like charge? Her, yeah, he's like her bitch. But then they never that, talk about that again. Why didn't we, yeah, why didn't we follow that shit? Like, of all the cool stories, like, why wouldn't you make it that someone was just driving through that town and and then shit goes, like, awry. Like, why did you base the plot on she was adopted, let's go to the town she's screaming about, where she was potentially adopted from, she's the split personality of a demon, she's the good part of it, we'll look at what they did to her. Like, what the fuck am I watching? You could have made this so much scarier, so much more interesting, and instead I'm watching this weirdly sexual torture. Uh, what the fuck? That's very strange. I feel like I need to, like, I feel like the video game probably just covers so much more of this in so much more detail that it would just 100% be better. 
And I want to desperately play the video game because I feel like that would be so much fun. What is it on? Like, what system? I, it's probably old as hell. Hang on, let me look it up. The objective of the player is to guide the main protagonist and player character, Harry Mason. So basically Sean Bean. Oh, okay. Through a monster-filled town as he searches for his lost daughter, Cheryl. Oh, so you, you play... Oh, it's Cheryl, not Sharon. Uh, oh, well, all right. So you play as Sean Bean? I feel like that I guess. A you play as the dude. Huh. Oh, see? He confronts monsters with melee weapons and firearms. Like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. So you just walk around kicking ass. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, but th- um, I mean, it opens with him driving his adopted daughter to the town for a vacation. Why? Why? Who did this? Why would you take your kid there for a vacation? I want to know who did this. It's still the same story. Oh, so the story just sucks. But I feel like it's got, they, I'm sure they give more detail. Like maybe what was really missing is just like a lack of detail that they just like didn't write in. I guess. And also, you know, like decent acting. There's a, I know, oh, for real. Oh, and the cop is in this. (laughs) There's like multiple endings, but there's a joke ending that features extraterrestrials abducting Harry. That one, that Love one, it. that's the only one I would want to get to. Aliens. Excellent. All right, well, yep, now it looks like we got to find a PlayStation. We have to find the game. I'm going to look it up. I don't have much going on today. You got to murder demons. I got to go kill some demons today. Yeah. Don't say that little girl, fucker. Yeah, is there an ending where she can get just like, we just like totally fuck her over and we just save, save ourselves and blow shit up. Yeah, and save the cop and call it a day. <laughs> and that's it. See ya. But right, uh, yeah, so... it was a terrible movie. But it's a cool story. All right, story. so I have, I have work to do. I've got to watch the movie and I've somehow got to play the game. I'll mm-hmm. let you know what happens. I can't believe you're going to watch this movie, Cass. I'm going to do it. I, I don't even have any, I don't even really have booze here except for whiskey. So I keep making hot toddies because I don't even have soda or anything to mix it with. I would highly recommend, if you're going to watch this movie, which I would not recommend, if you're going to do it, be drunk first. Because I started drinking while I was watching it, and that's a disappointment. Be drunk and then watch it. (laughs) So be already there. Yeah. Be already (laughs) inebriated and then watch it. All right. Got it. Well, so you're a big fan, and way to go, way to go... (laughs) Way to go, Hollywood and video game industry for ruining, like, God a really interesting place. It's a fucking cool-ass story, and this is what you t- you were like, hey, it's a hell dimension. Why did you do that? <laughs> that was probably their exact voice when they were, like, in the room writing this. They're like, you know be really good? The hell dimension. <laughs> and, like, I, I, I think that as a concept is fine. But then why did you include the little girl? Why do we care about any of this? Who cares? Leave it at the hell dimension and call it a day. And just have it be someone that just drove through the town. And then all that of a sudden... drove through like, the hell the dimension. Fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden is in the hell dimension. I love it. Sure. I, I'd watch that. Everybody take notes, goddammit. <laughs> well, everybody. Uh, first of all, thank you to the person who submitted the Centralia topic. And mm-hmm. uh, until next time, I guess avoid demons and the hell dimension and... Stay strange. Ha, 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 ha.